Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Nation. I am Brian, your host for uh, this little segment we got here at Apocalypse Movies. Uh, with me, I'm joined by Jake Berlin, over there manning the camera, if you will, the computer. Um, but we got some cool stuff for you today. We've got a little bit of MCU stuff that's going on as far as what we can expect to see coming in the future. We've got the Batman casting. Uh, it seems to just be adding more and more good actors. We also have a little bit of Fantastic Beasts 3. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, where to find them. And uh, what's going on with that movie as well as moving on into the future. And then we've got our new segment that we have just created literally like right before we filmed this. Uh, Rumor Rapid Fire. And that is going to be stuff that we hear that we don't really know anything about. Peop I mean, obviously it's a rumor, but uh, yeah, kind of kind of cool to throw it out there and speculate what we can maybe see in the future for uh, our Nerd Nation comic book stuff. But uh, yeah, so Jake Berlin, how are you doing, sir? I am good. I'm ready to talk some good... I mean, I, I say that almost every time because I'm excited to talk um, any comic book or Star Wars related, but... There's a there's a lot of good stuff that we're gonna have to blaze through to get into this yeah, in an hour. We've got there's some. There's some. It's definitely a packed week. I think I think last week or last episode was probably one of my favorites because it was so different. Mm -hmm. um, this one's different in a different way, but it's uh, it's full of some good conversations that are ready to be had. Yeah, we've got so we we're spreading the love. Uh, thankfully, though, we've got uh, a lot of good stuff coming out, especially with the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, people are dropping their plans for next year. Uh, the future and stuff because they're wrapping out 2019 which always helps us out and gives <laughs> us stuff to talk about but um yeah the first thing that we are going to dive into is the batman the robert pattinson matt reeves batman movie that we've been hearing about for a while um pff, they're adding everyone and your mother to this cast whoever whoever's the the casting director of this film should get the highest yeah. highest bonus in Warner Brothers history. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Because they are saying, we are not screwing around with this Batman. We are going to throw everybody in the kitchen sink at uh, this movie. And it, if the way it's going, it's going to pay off gloriously. Yeah. Hopefully. And, and just before we do get started, let, let, we'll go out and say that none of this is, has become like official official. It's all final negotiations. Or that they're in conversations, or like they've agreed to it, or figured out the money, because Jonah Hill agreed to it, but yeah. then they figured out the money, and then he ended up not being cast in the film. So we just want to make sure that we're saying this hasn't actually happened yet. Yeah. But most of the time, about 90, 95% of the time, when it's final negotiations, it does happen. Yeah, not until that check is cut. Exactly. That, uh, yeah. We get these actors for <laughs> sure. But we already know we have Robert Pattinson playing Bruce Wayne, the Batman. We already know we have uh, Zoe Kravitz that uh, she's playing Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, we got confirmed uh, that Jeffrey Wright was playing. Um, oh my god, I almost called Commissioner him. Gordon. <laughs> I don't know why, but I almost said J. Jonah Jameson. And I was like, "What?" Because he did play. He did play Commissioner Gordon in yeah. Justice League. So um, we have that. Anyone else that we know of for sure before we get into Paul Dano is Riddler. Paul Dano's Riddler. Paul That's Dano's the one. Riddler. Those are the, those are the those five. Are the four, 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 me, four, four. Four that we have. Um, but yeah, we now have some new names to add to that list. And that is uh, first being Andy Serkis playing Alfred Pennysworth. Jake is very excited about this. So I'm going to give you the floor on. Well, let's 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 say this first. Um, I'm, I'm ecstatic about this because Andy Serkis is probably one of my favorite working actors today. Um, and that's saying a lot because working everything. Well, because most of the time he he's not even himself in a yeah. movie. It's he's playing some kind of creature or something. Mm -hmm. But um, and it the the main reason why I get excited for this is because he's working with Matt Reeves again. And you know how I feel about the Planet of the Eight movies, specifically if the Matt Reeves. Jake, and you don't know that he is in love with Planet of the Apes. It's it's one of yeah. it's one of my all time words to, to it's say. one of my all time favorite like uh, uh, geeky franchise. kind of pop culture franchises like it yeah. just kind of and the Matt Reeves specific ones specific ones uh, Dawn and War Four 
are two of the most incredible installments of the franchise. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's can, that's why get I get you going. Yeah, I, know, that, I can talk about Caesar. that all day. I can talk about that all day. Um, but that's why I get so excited about this. But the interesting thing here is that you know that I've been saying this for months now. I said that we can go back on the casting table. Oh, we were there. It's I think it was our second ever episode. I said it. I said Andy Serkis is going to be cast as the Penguin. Yeah. And I called it. I was like, he's going to be the Penguin. Like that's that's who it's going to be. It makes sense. Reese is directing this. It just fits the bill. It's interesting that he's playing Alfred. It's a very very different type of role, but it's also a clear indication of what type of type of Alfred they're going for. And it's not going to be your standard butler. Let's well, no, it's not. But let's keep this in mind. He could have very well have gone in there and been like, "I'm going to audition for the penguin." But here's the interesting part: he may not be able to do the penguin because of how big the role is, because he's directing Venom too. Oh, I didn't even think about. And that. maybe they gave him Alfred as a job like, "You're not going to have to be here that much, but we want you in this universe, and and, and if you can." be a part of Batman's life rather than be on the opposite side, you're going to still be able to do Venom 2 because that's coming up too. Yeah. They're basically hand-to-hand with each other as far as time-wise. Good point. And he's also probably going to star in Venom 2 in some kind of role. Something. He, he always he always directs and stars or, or is at least supported in the movie. Well, maybe, depending on if... Depending on who they do. They connect. De- depending on what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's going to be interesting. But I have a feeling that I probably had to play into it. As far as him sense. as Alfred, I see a lot of people are like, "This is kind of an odd choice." I'm one. That's of why I'm. That's why I like it because it's so different. And we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that with our next casting as well because it's also another odd choice. But it just it works for me because I said this in our chat, our, our Apocalypse chat. I said the reason it works so much is because Matt Reeves is a character director. Mm-hmm. We saw what he did with the Planet of the Apes movies. He is able to capture characters inside of a massive scope. Which very few guys can do. There's very few guys on this earth that can do that with the size of films that he's he's been able to do. That's why Cloverfield works so much. He directed Cloverfield back in the yep. day, and so it just gets me really excited. No matter how big the role is, having him play Alfred, whether you like it or not, you're gonna get a killer performance from him. It's gonna be wild. And it, you counter him with Robert Pattinson. Those two together, that's awesome. I'm so into this. I'm so yeah. into this. It, it's it'll be interesting. It's definitely not your standard Alfred. Like, no. you, it's not going to be, like... But they've been kind of doing that lately. We saw that with yeah. Gotham, and then they're doing Pennyworth on, on Epics, the yeah. show. So it'll be interesting. I mean... I mean... It's it's hard to say, like, oh, he's going to be, like, boring, or oh, he's going to be crazy, because Andy Serkis can do anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can literally do anything. So, I mean, I'm not... I, is it my first choice that I'm like, oh, he'd be a good Alfred? No. Am I upset by it? No, because what can't Andy Serkis do? So, I mean, like... Well, he, he probably would have won an Oscar already if it wasn't for the Academy not accepting motion capture performances. Yeah. He probably would have won for his performance as, as Caesar in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which was 2016, I think. Yeah. So that was four four years ago. Essentially, he probably he. I mean, there, he's gonna have an Oscar on his on his mantle. Oh, easily. Yeah. Venom too. Oh, I'm geez, kidding. Here we go. <laughs> no, don't, I'm not one of those. I don't even try. With um. Me. So our so if if you had a toss up, uh, I know that he's he's essentially almost gonna be Alfred. It's a final negotiations and stuff. Um, and you seem okay with this. Would you rather have Pierce Brosnan, the other rumor name? I I just he, I just think of Pierce Brosnan. Like the 007, like the slick, yeah, like that's fair. the quiet, yeah. like where he was just so slick. So, and I think he kind of would have been cool off like Robert Pattinson, how like he's just kind of like this slick butler. Totally. Like, well, well uh, Pierce Brosnan has done those type of movies before where he's kind of played like the older agent who is like almost mentoring yeah. in a way. Um, and they're more than likely to give Alfred, uh, again, a war type background. Oh, he'll have something. Um, they've been do- like I said, they've been doing that a lot lately. With You're not going to cast any circus and not do anything. Exactly. Like, they're going to give him something to do. It'll, it'll probably be a la Jeremy Irons. Maybe not as heavily involved because uh, that's like a Zack Snyder thing to do. Yeah. But um, he'll definitely be – it's going to be like a mixture of, um, of like the Batman and Robin Alfred – and Jeremy Irons Alfred. It's yeah. gonna be like a nice little middle, which is very cool to have Andy Serkis play that. Yeah. So yeah. Would I have loved to see Pierce Brosnan? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been kind of dope. Just him. Mm-hmm. I could. They could have had him be like an ex spy or something yeah, like been that, cool. which would have been cool. But I'm not gonna knock Andy Circus at all. <laughs> <laughs> like they know what they're doing. Matt Reeves knows who he's casting at this point, and he's worked with him before, so he knows what he's gonna get. So totally. I'm not gonna knock that. Totally. Um, our second one is that Colin Farrell of all people. A name you don't hear enough. No, God, no. And Jake says this a lot, too, and I completely agree, is going to potentially play Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin. Probably one of the most out-of-the-blue castings, I'm going to say, in a while. Like, when you think of Penguin, you think of short, stubby, or... yeah. You think of Jonah Hill? Something like... Exactly what you think of. Yeah, Danny exactly. DeVito, because he played him back in the day. Yeah, something. But Colin Farrell is the one rumored to be taking on... I'm so stoked it's a different Penguin. It, I, it's such a different Penguin. I, it's funny, because at first I was like, what? And then I was like, you know, that character's kind of always been a joke. If you kind of make him, like... It's funny, because I was on Twitter and people were like... Sexy penguin, like they're all like, oh, slick penguin. He is one of the most beautiful human beings yeah. in Hollywood. Man. Yeah, that, so, that guy is good looking. Yeah, so I mean, like, that could be kind of cool. Like, make penguin like a slick, Rick, good looking gangster leader that maybe got shot in the leg at some point during doing something, and that's why he has the lip. That that's okay. Yeah, like. I mean, we don't need him squawking and sounding like an actual penguin or chubby and making him look like a penguin. Just give him some dope gangster backstory, which gives him the limp, and people call him Penguin. I mean, if I'm correct, Penguin doesn't really even like to be called Penguin. They call him Copperpot. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you don't really even need to call him Penguin. Like you said, you can call him Cobblepot or yeah, something Yeah, they, they like don't that. use... Uh, we've seen that in superhero movies a lot lately over the past, like, five, six years. They don't really use their superhero name. No. Like like Captain America, they don't ever call him Captain America outside of the media. They call him Cap. Cap. Or, or, you know, they never really called Iron Man outside. I mean, they called Tony. Yeah. And so, um, I have no doubt. I mean, he may very well be called Penguin. They could... could it. He could just take on this the surname of Penguin, but they can also just easily just call them Oswald. Yeah, like it could be, it could easily just be something like he got arrested and the cops are like, "Hey, look at the Penguin." Yeah, and exactly. that be like the end of it. Exactly. Um, no, I, yeah, you mentioned it. I've I've been saying it for a very very long time. Colin Farrow is probably the most underrated actor in Hollywood. Um, I don't he know does, what, why. I don't. He just he doesn't get enough credit. He do, yeah. he really doesn't, and he's he has been in some pretty crappy movies in the past. Um, but I mean, look at Daredevil. He was the best part of that oh, movie. 100%. You look at something like True Detective season two, that show is unwatchable for 10 episodes. If he's not in that show, yeah. you can't watch that season without watching him or you, you can't watch the season and go through those episodes. If he's not in the show, like he makes the show watchable. I thought um, he was easily one of the best parts of Fantastic Beasts, the original. That's, he probably is the best part. Of it. Yeah. And they did a terror, and we're going to get to some of this later, but Ironic. they did a, a very bad thing in essentially making him Johnny Depp, which yeah. sucks. We'll get to that later, though. Uh, yeah, it like like the Alfred stuff, it's a very different type of casting. Um, but but I love almost a different type... It's not your your mother's Batman. Well, and this is what I, I was gonna uh, I was kind of gonna mention is that I love that directors are are taking the properties that we grew up with as far as comic books go, and you know Batman, Tony, um, something like Joker with what Todd Phillips did, and they're essentially being like, okay, I have this character, but I want to tell my own version of it, which is what comics have done for decades, different. Uh, creators have taken the character of Batman or uh, Captain America or Deadpool or, or, you know, even someone like Lex Luthor and they've done different stories with them with different backgrounds, different people around them. Why can't filmmakers do the same thing? I understand that with villains, we want to see the villain on screen because we don't see them as much as the heroes. 
but that doesn't mean it's not going to be good. This is the same thing we got into on the Padawan about fandom. Mm -hmm. The fandom about doing an exact representation of that character is a little out of hand. Like yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. And so I mean, there are your untouchable yeah, well, characters. Like, yes, but you can also put a spin on them yeah. that would make it good because you have to understand that they're two different mediums. This isn't yeah. a comic book. This is a movie. And they want to make the movie that they want to make, then they should be allowed to. And so yeah. I'm happy that he's being cast in this movie. Would I have liked to have seen him in a bigger role? Sure, but we don't know what kind of role it's going to be. I mean, um, there's a lot of characters in this. I have a feeling these are they're just going to all be there, and eventually they're going to show up. And well, I have a, I have a, a good feeling that the three of the villains might be actually working together. Penguin, well, Riddler, if and, it's going and off, Catwoman. If it's going off of Long Halloween, Long Halloween which I just read, it's going to be kind of freaking dope. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. How did you finish reading it? Not did yet. You start it. Not yet. Uh, it. I I could see how they would use it, and mm-hmm. you if when you read it, you'll be like. Oh, that'd be kind of sick. Yeah. Like how they do it. Um, but yeah, no, he's great. He, I, we're in an age, I feel like we've started to really dive into the like dif- diversified, not traditional stuff. And people are kind of like all for it. Well, now. it started with, with Pattinson and his Batman. I would the say tw- started tw- with. I'm, well, for this movie. Oh yeah, the Twilight guy is Batman. Yeah. Everybody was up in arms. I was saying it for a long time. He's gonna know, be Batman. I don't know if everyone was. I feel like the average audience was up in arms. Yeah, people inside the probably. business understand because, like, what we do because we see his we see his acting ability. Yeah, but people outside of it are like the guy from Twilight. Yeah, they never saw a Good Time. They never saw the Rover. They never saw any of those movies that I never touched seen, the screen. I haven't seen very many of his stuff. Period, and I was still like, mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. And Jacob is like super defensive of him now. Shout out, Jacob. He's like, so I think someone the other day said something about Pattinson, and he it was, was like, Keith. Yeah, and he was like, I just watched Lighthouse, and he was awesome, and you better not say anything bad about him. So, I mean, like, he knows what he's doing. I just watched something too that he was in. Oh, The King. Oh, yeah. He yeah, yeah, yeah. was. He's going to win Oscar one day. 100%. He's. Matt Reeves knows who he's casting and yeah. knows what he's doing. And this, I don't think, is going to be your traditional Batman. He's going to be a detective trying to figure out. Well, some... traditional movie Batman. Movie Batman. This, okay. will, yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. will be... True, true, yeah. This will be the most comic true Batman will ever get. Yeah, true. Good point. But, um, yeah, I'm all for these two, especially Colin Farrell. Like, that one interests me probably more than... Well, he's, he's just down for all this stuff, which makes it cool. Yeah. Like, because all in all, I mean, we could have, it could have, like, Jonah Hill could very well have I'm been going so after this. I'm glad Jonah Hill's not in this movie. See, I see. I, I thought this movie would have would have killed with him. But if he was going for Penguin, um, he was asking for $10 million, which Robert is Pattinson's more than Robert Pattinson. only getting five. And so I could see Colin Farrell would be like, Matt Reeves, Penguin, the Batman, give me a million bucks, I'll be there. Uh, I, I'm so, not that the little. The other player. actors that yeah, are in so this too? He's just a guy who's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do it. I mean, what else is he doing awesome. right now? He's not. But doing... I mean, well, he's involved a lot, but. I know. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, though. But I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, if you read The Long Night, or The Long Night, The Long Halloween, you'll understand why there's so many of these characters in it. And I'm so down for it if yeah. they do it this way because that, that comic was amazing and if they can put that on i literally read it in one day i've never done that with the comic and if they can translate that with these caliber of actors on the big screen not even like exactly but like how it flows with all these man are we in for something special so but yeah so i mean that's our the batman news our dc news for the day um we're gonna jump over to the mcu and you know, we've got a bunch of things moving along that we are starting to hear, starting to feel out. We got Disney Plus kind of really starting to... Uh, four days by disc at the time four, this comes out. Yes. Thank God. Um, we got uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is officially started filming because Anthony Mackie literally put out a thing saying, hey, look it, we're starting. So things are kicking off. Um... We obviously know we have two years 
of Phase 4. We've got 2021 and 2022. Don't, as much as we 2020 know... 2020 and 2021. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, 2020, 2021. Um, and we... As much as we know, I feel like we still don't know anything. Um, but we just found out that, just like everything else, it seems, Loki is somehow connecting to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I still think is probably one of the best titled movies. It might be the best comic book title of all time. <laughs> it's so Comic book movie, I should say. Comic book movie. Don't. Man. Yeah. Comic book movie title of all time. It's. Because it's straight out of the comic. It's wild. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Loki, Tom Hiddleston's character, the one that we saw escape in Avengers Endgame, is somehow going to connect to Doctor Strange's sequel movie. I think this movie is go- is a lot bigger than what people are... Well, they already came out and said that um, this is... So, like, um, the Winter Soldier was earth-shattering for Phase 2... And how Thor Ragnarok was earth-shattering for Phase 3, that this is that movie for Phase 4. I mean, so far, I almost feel like so far everything is connecting to that movie. Mm -hmm. And so far, I mean, I doubt Hawkeye is going to connect to it. That would be kind of like a stretch, but like, all of this stuff can seem almost like it can connect. How Loki's going to connect to it? I don't know. I'm sure it'll be some type of since Loki can do magic, that'll probably be... Do you remember Thor Ragnarok when Doctor Strange and Thor met up? And he said, I keep tabs on all the mischief people in the galaxy? Yeah. Loki's going to be jumping through time with the Tesseract. Doctor Strange going to know about it. Yeah, he'll probably want that Tesseract. He keeps tabs. No, I'm not going to say I'm not gonna say he's in it. he wants a Tesseract, but he keeps tabs on all the... I'm not going to say villainous, but the people that... Well, magical... No, I, w- I wouldn't even say magical because some people who jump through time may not even be magical. I'm just saying, like, the people that aren't where they're supposed to be, he keeps tabs on them. Yeah. And he, he said that in Thor Ragnarok. He said that to Thor. And so that's probably how it's going to connect. I am not. I don't think Loki's going to be in Doctor Strange, but I could see Doctor Strange being in Loki, however, however much it could be. Um, I don't see Loki being in a movie going forward. If it's no, anything, it's, it's TV-wise. Um, Doctor Strange will more than likely probably show up in WandaVision at some point. I can see him showing up maybe like at the last episode He's for of sure Loki. He's show up at the end of... Uh, and so uh, that that seems to be the connection. Outside of that, there's not really a giant connection. Um, other than the Tesseract, like you had mentioned, because he does have it. Um, and the fact that Doctor Strange is essentially keeping the peace um, for, for much more than just earth right now yeah um and so he's going to be watching loki and probably seeing what he's doing even though he doesn't have the eye of uh what is it Agamotto, Agamotto. um anymore he he definitely has the ability to kind of keep watch so. yeah i mean he's the well i'm not going to give him his title yet because he doesn't have it well they already called him that they've already called him sorcerer supreme are you sure mm-hmm. when i think it was in endgame i'm pretty sure that the ch- uh, not the chosen one, the ancient one called them that. We'll have to go back. We'll we'll go back. And we'll have to that. go check that. Yeah, we'll I just sworn he was. I'm pretty sure they've called him the Sorcerer Supreme in the movies at one point so far. Mm, I'll yeah. check that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I literally have no idea other than maybe like he something with the Tesseract because they're not gonna just let Loki jump around with a Tesseract and that's evil Loki right now. That's not like remorseful been through it's 2012 Loki not yeah. 2018 yeah or 2017 yeah so I mean there's no way they're just gonna let that guy just jump around with the Tesseract um but yeah that movie is gonna be a freaking juggernaut like that they are not screwing around with that movie that's almost like a like not Avengers but like there's always a movie that's Civil almost War. like a point five civil war. Yeah, so not as many characters, but it's gonna be that big. Uh, I mean, we've got a decent size from what we know. I mean, uh, Doctor Strange and and uh, Scarlet Witch alone together is insane. I'm sure Vision will somehow be in there. I'm maybe like I don't even know a memory or something, but his character will probably show up in there. Um, maybe her, her kids. 
future kids, whatever, however that works. Depending on that one, yeah. Yeah, the movie's going to be freaking wild. And it's going to be (laughs) one to remember, that's for sure. But um, yeah, so Loki's supposedly connecting to Doctor Strange 2. Um, We also have that Disney is starting to actually push actors uh, for Oscars. So like Robert Downey Jr., who absolutely deserves to have his name up in the best actor category. Uh, Disney has started that campaign to push these actors into their well-deserved nomination spots. Whether or not that will happen, who knows, because these movies don't get the credit critically that they deserve. And that's a whole nother discussion. But um, yeah, your thoughts? Uh, I think it's it's time, but the issue is here is that they pushed 14 actors, and they probably should have pushed maybe three yeah. at most. Mm-hmm. Um, they And I don't have the list in front of me. Maybe I'll pull it up here in a second. But they pushed like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth. It's I think they, the big head, heavy And heads. then they went Don Cheadle, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, they went Paul Rudd. They went Jeremy Renner. And so... Those are some interesting choices, and this is all supporting actor too. They never, they didn't push a best actor or best actress. Um, and then for the women's side, they did uh, Scarlett Johansson, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, Zoe Saldana, which she wasn't in the movie a lot. Um, Brie Larson, who was in the movie for maybe five minutes. Yeah. And then Karen Gillan, which is the one who deserves it, and Gwyneth Paltrow, who was in the beginning and the end. And so That's um, they they pushed a lot of names that that didn't make sense. Uh, I, at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to hurt the chances of anybody getting nominated. But at the same time, someone like Gwyneth Paltrow is not going to be nominated. No. She's not going to be nominated. Someone like Paul Rudd's not going to be nominated. Paltrow, Paltrow barely remembers that she's in these movies. And so, and, and like, and then Paul Rudd's not going to be nominated. Don Cheadle's not going to be nominated. And so, my feeling towards it is like, if you have someone who put in a performance like Robert Denny Jr. Put and who head. has, for the last 11 years... Why not put all your eggs in one basket? Yeah. And you can do three. Like, you can do uh, RDJ, Chris Evans, because he's he's fantastic as Captain America. Yeah. And then maybe, like, a, a Scarlett Johansson because of her, her, her performance in the movie and her arc. And then Karen Gillan, who was by far one of the best performances of the whole movie. Um, and I think they did Josh Brolin, too, if I'm not mistaken, for, sure for Thanos. Who is great, but he was better in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, and so I, my thought towards it is like, I'm glad they did it because there was weeks ago we were hearing that RDJ asked them not to do it, but just put all of your money towards RDJ. Don't yeah. promote Paul Rudd, who's not gonna win, who's not gonna even get close to being nominated. Um, Brie Larson was in the movie for five minutes. We it's not as punched and, out of the movie. Yeah, and we're not saying that she or that none of these people are good in the roles. It's just that no. they're not Oscar performances. No. Arbor Danny Jr. is an Oscar performance. Yeah, honestly, so, to be honest, I I love Chris Evans. He's God's gift to Captain America, and but to be honest, the only one that should be pushed is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. In my opinion, like he is all twenty two movies. Like I mean, it it's him that made this universe happen. He deserves it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can argue with Chris Evans and Captain America, but without Robert Downey Jr., you have nothing. It's it's essentially a lifetime achievement award if you nominate him. Yeah, absolutely. And and I would love for him to to win, but being nominated is the win. Yeah, being nominated is the win. It is. I mean, it's it's just like when Black Panther was nominated. Like, mm-hmm. did everyone honestly expect it to win? Probably not. But we got the foot in the door to show, like, these types of movies deserve the recognition that they do. Do you think, before I move on, do you think that um, either Best Picture or Best Director has a chance at being nominated? Probably. Here's my thing. If you bring in the most money of all time, I almost feel like that should just be an automatic like, uh, it's not automatic, but they do take that into account. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my opinion. That's why Black Panther got nominated. Yeah. I mean... It was a juggernaut. It was. And 
in my opinion, honestly, not even just like a comic book opinion. If it was something else, I would be like, that should be nominated. Because if it is that big to the point where it's a global phenomenon and it has made over $2 billion, it ne- it deserves it. Yeah, it it deserves you. it. Yeah, I hear you. I mean... I'm with you. It, it, it's almost a slap in the face Like if it doesn't. It's almost like... You're never going to be good enough, even though you're the most you've ranked in the most money of all time. So with you, that's how I am on that one. <laughs> um, our last one, really quickly, uh, Ben Barnes said that he has met with Marvel Studios about a potential role. Um, if you don't know who that is, that is oh my god, what's his Jigsaw. name? Jigsaw. Jigsaw in uh, Punisher. He was also uh, Prince Caspian in. Uh, uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Thank you. Jesus. Uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, when he was younger. Listen. If Marvel has a chance to put his butt back in one of these movies, do it. Because he was phenomenal in Punisher as Jigsaw. And Billy I'm, was his name. That's Billy. That's it. Yeah. Billy. He is so good. So good. I'm almost actually bummed that they can't just, like... Transfer it over? Not even just transfer it over, just kind of, like, redo it. See, I I, I I feel the same way. I think that he is uh, one of the bright spots of the Netflix universe. Oh, easily. Um, him and John Bernthal both. And Bernthal's been very vocal lately about how Frank Castle is a part of him and how it'll never His leave story's him. not done. Yeah, like, he's been very vocal about it lately. And if that ever does happen, Billy could obviously be a part of it. Yeah. But... Um, for the time being, why not? Why, why not? I mean, Do it. Uh, he was essentially, I mean, a lot of people watch Punisher, but a lot of people didn't. And you can, yeah. you can put him inside of a role that would be very exciting. And I told you before we even started that, um, the reason that I didn't put him on my list for the casting table of Moon Knight is because he was Jigsaw. on Netflix. He, yeah. he was... Outside of Shia LaBeouf, he is my number one option to play Moon Knight. I think yeah, he can kill that role. Um, his performance in season one particularly is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And the way that him and John Berthold bounced off each other was remarkable. Um, I would love to see him in a movie. What that movie is, not sure. What that TV show is, not sure. Um, has it just, Maybe it's something to do with Punisher, not sure. But um, I'm not surprised that Marvel's talking to him. You know, um, Kevin Feige appreciates stuff like that in the performances and giving people second chances. Obviously, with Gemma Chan, uh, not a whole lot in Captain Marvel got killed off, and now she's going to be in Eternals. Mm-hmm. And so um, it definitely makes sense. I just don't want it to become a habit of them reusing people. Just reuse the ones that matter. Yeah. Like a Charlie Cox, uh, like a Ben Barnes. The guy that played uh, Bullseye. Oh, yeah. He yeah. needs to be back. Yeah. The Him and... Ben Barnes need to be back in these movies because yeah. they are and Colleen Wing. Sh- oh, those three need to be back in the MCU somehow yeah. because those three are phenomenal, phenomenal characters that aren't the name of the show. Yeah. Not Iron Fist, not Punisher, not Daredevil, but they are fantastic actors that deserve totally to I'm be back in the mcu i'm with you um so we did a little bit of dc did a little mcu now we're in our kind of scattered category of could be anything but uh this time we are going to focus on fantastic beasts and where to find them three it is officially announced that the movie will begin uh filming in spring of 2020 um to the shock of a lot of people because the second movie kind of didn't do that hot Man, um, it made $200 million less than the first one. Though. Yeah. Um, so, it is. It's happening. Um, Warner Brothers has even said they've still got three more planned, which is actually one more than when the first movie came out. They, uh, they announced five to begin with. I know, and that's what I'm saying. They And now they're saying they've got three more. On top of this one or with th- this one? I think on top of this one, which may, in my opinion, be a little bit of an oversaturation of it. Um, first off, it should have never been called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them because the whole second movie wasn't even about that. But off on a tangent, um, 
But like I said, moving forward, uh, it is going to begin production in spring 2020. And um, the movie is has been announced from via deadline um, that it is going to continue the theme of going to different places all over the world. And Rio de Janeiro, Brazil is going to be where there, a good portion of this movie is going to take place. Uh, if you remember, the first one took place in New York. The second one took place in Paris, France. Now we are going to South America, um, taking uh, Rio de Janeiro as uh, the place that we will be seeing this movie filmed. Um, although they did say that there will be a heavy Hogwarts feel with the movie. Um going back to Hogwarts, I mean, people are obviously that it's the draw. It's, it's your draw of the original Harry Potter. Um, Jude Law's Dumbledore was fantastic. People have a much bigger role. Yes. They did say he has a much bigger role. And, uh, with that, they did say, um, that Jessica Williams will have a bigger role in this film, uh, with her character, professor. Ooh, I've, Ulali uh, Hicks, which her nickname is Lolly, so I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it, Ulali. Um, and uh, she's a teacher at Ilver- Ilvermorny, which is the American equivalent to Hogwarts. Um, if you didn't know, like that. Um, and she is going to have a bigger present uh, than she did in the second movie, which she had like a quick little role. I don't even remember her part in it. Um, but her, uh, her acting, I guess, is going to be a lot more. Uh, I'm sure she'll. She's a Hogwarts professor, so I'm sure her and Dumbledore will have some type of connection moving forward. Um, but yeah, we we're going to South America on this one, um, which, what? if you didn't know, uh, really quickly, is that there is a wizarding school on each continent. Yeah. So More than I mean, there will be one here. So, may, I I can look it up. It's it's probably in Brazil. It would make the most sense. Do you know the names of the books off the top of your head? The movies, yeah, Harry Potter movies, yeah. Okay, Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, and then what? Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Okay, and then what? Uh, the Half Blood Prince, and then the Deathly Hallows. Were there eight movies? Uh, seven movies. There was eight movies because the seventh book was split into two. Part one and part two. So one, two, three, seven four, books, eight five, movies. Six, six. This one right here. This that one. makes sense. Okay, so the reason I was looking that up is because, um, so, I think out of the five of us who watched Fantastic Beasts, I was the one who cared less about it. The yeah, least you were not. I I despise this movie. Yeah. It was so flipping boring. Yeah, and that's coming from someone who really really enjoyed the first one yeah i thoroughly enjoyed the first one because i had no idea what to expect going into it and you your biggest i remember your biggest argument is why call it fantastic beasts and we're finding if they're not going to do anything about the beast and so the issue here is with me is that they haven't done anything to get me back on board yeah seeing hogwarts cool just make it a harry potter movie. like if you're gonna put hogwarts in it just make it a harry potter movie yeah. or call it something different because we know that these movies that their plan was to introduce the fantastic beasts and then they basically what they wanted to do was make a Dumbledore prequel. Yeah. Just make it a Dumbledore prequel then. Well, it'll you'll be happy because they they canned the screenwriters from Well, Saturday. so that that's this is what I was getting to. Okay, sorry. This okay. is what I was gonna get to. The biggest so I I could have cared less if they made a third one, quite honestly. Yeah, I know. Uh, I if they made one cool, um, I'm just bummed that they did dirty to Newt's Commander after the first one. And that's that's I mean, JK Rowling wrote them and that's interesting because they're her it's her baby. Um, but they brought back Steve Clove, who is a key part of this success. Now, J.K. Rowling can write great books. She did a good job of the screenplay. The problem is, it was just a very boring screenplay. Book to movies transfers over very differently. Yeah. Steve Clove, on the other hand, is a um, veteran screenwriter who isn't just good at what he does. He did seven of the eight Harry Potter movies. Yeah. He just the only one he didn't do is Order of the Phoenix, which is like the most boring one. And so having him come in to work on not just a Harry Potter property, so not just work with the creator of Harry Potter, but the director of the last four Harry Potter movies who he probably worked with hand in hand. 
it makes complete sense. It's the best thing going for this movie at the Smart moment. Smart move. The issue is, it still feels to me like they're going to play with this whole Dumbledore prequel thing. because that's, that's what And try to weave in Fantastic Beasts at the same time. Yeah, it it's like I said at the beginning of this. It should have never been called Fantastic Beasts. It should have been called something else that could tie them both. And the, and the, the crappy thing here is, is that, yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about the Lord of the Rings stuff. This is the way to get to me with fantasy elements, this type of thing. The problem is Fantastic Beast is what Hobbit is to Lord of the Rings. And that is a very bad compliment. Yeah. A very bad compliment. Yeah, you hate And it Hobbit. sucks. It's, it's, it's a really big bummer. And... So maybe they can turn the tide and give me something that I'm interested in for the next couple movies. But if this one, I mean, I'm already like kind of worried about it. You're like halfway. If this one doesn't do well, I'm out. Like I'm I'm full out. Yeah. So. Um, and you freaking killed off Zoe Kravitz, who which is, is the worst part. The ah uh, that probably was the worst. Who knows? Movie. Maybe she can come back. Nah, she did. She did. <laughs> Um, that was probably the worst move you made in the second movie. And the cast of these movies is incredible. Like, Eddie Redmayne is great. Catherine Watterson is fantastic. Dan Fogler is so funny and good. Um, Jude Law as Sexy Dumbledore works perfectly. Um, we mentioned how they, they made a giant mistake of letting go of Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp is a terrible Grindelwald. It just, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm, this is like, I know that this is like cliche to say, but I'm going to have to wait to see the trailer to really get a feeling about it. No, I mean, it's so. a fair view. The last one was poo so. And it comes out in November 2021, which yeah. is still a while away. So yeah. So two we, years from now. Yeah, we've got some time on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows at this point? <laughs> I mean, get back to the, the exploration. Just give me the cursed child already. That's all I want. Or as they say in England, the cursed child. Just give it to me. Just give it Did to you me. Just make that's, that up. No. Yeah. I, I just that's that's like I get it. You want to make something that makes money, and Harry Potter franchise is viable, and this is cool. It's making Warner Brothers some money, but just give us flipping Harry Potter. That's all we care about. Just give us flipping Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're gonna wait till those guys get old, and then they'll. What's Harry's kid's name? It's a uh, Severus. Al- S- uh, it's Albus Severus Potter, right? No, Albus Severus. I want to say Brian Potter. That's, wow. Albus and Severus and then Brian? Wow, yeah. he does a terrible name naming his children. Terrible. Well, they're all named after people. I, I Who's know. Brian? I don't know. Who? I'm looking this up. Look it up. I'm, I'm almost certain, because I remember being like, why is that name in there? And it's my name. Um, but yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah, they, they need to... James Sirius Potter... Albus Severus Potter and Lily Luna Potter. Oh. Maybe I just imagined inserting my name. And in you're there. the Harry Potter nerd. I'm not going to wow. know these kids' full names. Wow. Get out of here. Fake. Um, Fake. Have you read Curse Child? No. That thing is wild. I haven't read a single Harry Potter book. Actually, that's a lie. I read the first two when I was really, really young. That, that's it. Curse Child is so good. I've always wanted to read them, but... Look how big that book is. Cursed Look Child? how big the book is. Cursed Child's not a book. It's a screenplay. I know it is. It's a play. So it's It takes two just, days. No. It's a two-day play. It literally just... T- it's like a sentence. Sentence. Right. Sentence. It's a two-day play. You can burn through that book. It is day. a two-day play. The the play is a two-day play. People are acting. Two, it takes more time. Two days. It's not as much as reading. Not as... It, yeah. Did, are the Harry Potter books on audiobook? Do you know? Of course they're on audiobook. If they are, I'd do that. We don't have time for Star Wars. <laughs> they're so true. They're so, they're yeah, I've been wanting to get on the Game of Thrones ones for so long, and I can't even do that I've had Star literally the Game of... You told me years I, ago. I can't get to them because of it. They're just sitting on my on my computer like, hey... Ooh, I, just, I just got a nice little update. Raiders just scored. Oh, good. Nice. nice. We, we record on Thursday nights for this, and they just... Or they may have just got an um, interception. Or Probably got called back. Oh, intercepted. Yeah! Anyways, so now we have... Come to our really quick... We don't even know how it's going to work because we literally thought of it like... Rapid fire rumor. T- 20 you minutes. You said it wrong in the beginning, by the way. Oh, what was that? You what said rumor, rapid fire. It makes no sense. Grammatically, that's terrible. Rapid fire rumors? Rapid fire rumors. RFR. Okay. So, welcome to rapid fire rumors now. <laughs> I wish I had a logo, but I don't. Next episode. We'll see. Well, don't put that pressure <laughs> on me. 
Come Jake on. will have that the next Come episode. On. Don't put the pressure Guaranteed. On uh, just for you guys. Uh, but yeah, I, we don't even know how we're going to try. We're just going to try. Essentially, the idea of this is because there's so many comic book rumors. Uh, the comic and good book, ones, too. Well, though. the comic book world outside, uh, it, like, it's Star Wars doesn't have a lot of rumors. DC, Marvel, everything, it's just full of, like, rumors. People, Especially whether, DC. Whether it's random, a random person starting it on Twitter or something viable, there's just so much. So we're going to touch on it, but we're going to do it quickly yeah. and not take 20 minutes. We're going to take 10 to 30 seconds and be like, I buy it. That's cool. Awesome. And we're going to move on. That's essentially the idea to put five or six of them together and just talk about it for five minutes and then we're done. Yeah. I mean, if... It, you can go on the website, and, and DC literally has in development and probably there's about rumors every yeah there's rumors characters. every day, so it just makes sense to talk about. Them. Yeah, might as well. So our first one, really quickly, standalone Two Face movie rumored with Matthew McConaughey. Well, I don't know if they're connected. Okay, but well, he was. But you you had Jake told me this found, morning. Yeah. That he was rumored to be playing Two Face. People were throwing around that Matthew McConaughey could play Two Face, which would be. Freaking awesome! Well, he's been, he's been rumored around comic book movies for a very long time. Oh yeah, he's and I've been calling his name for Adam Warlock. It's not. Happening. I would love to see him as Adam Warlock. I would I would love to see him as Adam Warlock, but I know it's not going to happen because Zac Efron's going to be Adam Warlock. Probably. Probably. That's it's they still want, an incredible they want choice. Young on him. Still an incredible. He is somewhat young. Yeah. Um. I mean, no, him as him as a character like Two Face is wild. Can you imagine wild, him going how, from like, super and giving big. it a Joker look? Like we we did it on a few episodes of, of Apocalypse Now. Unfortunately, I wasn't there for this one. You guys have talked about the next villain who can get a Joker like movie. Two Face wasn't one of them. But if there's a villain to get a Joker type movie, Two Face works perfectly because he has no superpowers. Nope. Right? He works in the underworld. It's a Batman villain. It makes sense like it would be and having mcconaughey play i wish him, you read the long halloween and and having mcconaughey play that type of character and just seeing seeing his i could see his face with the makeup on right now wow wow can you, uh, imagine, can you just see him, dude hey can you just see him flipping the coin oh my god and and just i know it's so cheesy but at some point he says all right all right all right no oh my god stop it. it'd be so amazing if he's, you know who I would love to see direct these movies? Or this movie specifically? Uh-huh. Joe and Anthony Russo. I would love to see them tackle a character like Two-Face. Absolutely love to see him tackle a character like Two-Face. Also, another guy who I think deserves a second chance, who should be given a chance to be given his movie, David Ayer, who did Suicide Squad. Yeah? Because he does dark stuff. He does dark, brooding stuff. If you've seen Fury, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. He could tackle a character... Because... It's grounded. It's gritty. I've seen it takes theory. place in the crime world, as far as Two Face goes. Like he's he's essentially a giant crime boss without the crime, What's or without without the gangsters. What about your guy that uh, was going to do episode nine of Star Wars? Colin Trevorrow? Yeah. No, no, no. He he does Jurassic World. That, those are the type of movies. That's true. He does really good indie films, but he's not a dark guy. No. There's, I mean, there's other there's other guys that got like, dude, give this movie to Quentin Tarantino. Could you imagine Tarantino doing a Two Face movie, or Scorsese doing it? Yeah. Scorsese could do it. I mean, after seeing the Joker or Joker, excuse me, it, he would be eating his. Denny villain wave. Woo! I'm going off a tangent. Sorry, this is supposed to be rapid fire. <laughs> hey, Let's no. move on. Let's move on. I was like, let's move on. I'm in my head. I'm like, all right. This sorry, is sorry, 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 sorry. So Jake is very, uh, very, very on board for Matthew McConaughey being Two Face. Uh, our second one is that uh, an Ironheart series is rumored to be circulating around Disney Plus. Uh, if you don't know who Ironheart is, it is a story about a girl named Riri John Riri Williams. Riri, I'm, lo- I'm looking it up right now. It's Riri. I'm pretty sure it's Riri, Riri Williams, um, but she is a ultimate super smart genius genius that is apparently even smarter than Tony Stark, who eventually creates her own Iron Man suit, Ironheart. Um, so here, here's a little uh, biography on Wikipedia and take Wikipedia as it is. Riri Williams is a 15-year-old engineering student and the daughter of the late Riri Williams Sr. Following her father's death, Riri lives with her mother and her paternal aunt Sharon. She also attends the Institute of Technology Scholarship. Working alone, Riri designs suit of armor similar to the Iron Man armor using materials stolen from the campus. When campus security knocks on her door, she flees while wearing the suit. And it kind of goes on from there. Yeah. 
Um, she appeared in the Civil War II storyline, where Pepper Potts confronts her. Interesting. And her Tony Stark AI. Oh yeah, Tony Stark. That's the uh, other. That's the other connection. AI. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Tony Stark is her Jarvis. Yeah. Um, which would be very interesting. Here's here's my thing. I want this story bad because it sounds perfect for the MCU. Like a way of bringing this in. I don't want it right now. Well, so I hundred percent agree with you. Uh, what the rumor is saying is that it's actually a limited series. So limited can mean a very. It's not mini series. Yeah. Limited can be a, a very different thing. Like maybe it's a series and then she jumps to the movies. It could very well be that. Yeah. But um. I'm with you. I think that it's a story that sounds very cool. Uh, we know how important Tony Stark was to the universe. Uh, so having this happen makes sense. The problem is we essentially kind of sort of saw that with Spider-Man already. Taking the to kind of learning from him, right? Yeah. He's already there. Spider-Man kind of took that mantle and it's like, I'm, I'm growing from Tony Stark. And so as, as much as I hate to say it, I think we kind of need to move on from the Tony Stark stuff. Because almost, you can argue that half of the villains we saw in the MCU were related to Tony Stark. So, I agree. I I agree with you and I disagree with you. I think this would be cool in like phase six. Phase seven. Like like six or six to eight years down the road. Yes. I don't want it. I don't want it in phase four. I don't want it in phase five. I hesitate to even say phase six, but let Tony Stark in that story be, let him be dead for a while. And then this girl, maybe she was a little kid when she was four years old, went through this, grew up. Now she's in college. Boom. There's your story into this. Bring back this Iron Man suit character because no one's going to ever replace Tony Stark. No one's ever going to replace Iron Man. But you pull off of this, and I, and by that time, Spider-Man's probably going to be college. adult college. at least. Maybe, maybe make them friends in college. I don't know. But it's too soon. He needs to be dead, mourn, put it to the side, bring her later down the line. I'm but I you. want this story. This story is... The, the biggest thing before we move on to our next thing the biggest thing that I get from this because there's been a lot of rumors is that they are heavily heavily going to be setting up the Young Avengers oh absolutely Young if you haven't gotten on that train that they're setting up Young Avengers because not just her sorry not, not just her we also heard obviously Ant-Man's daughter who is going to take and she yep. doesn't have the name of Ant-Man but she takes on the ability Cassie um, and then we know that the rumors of Vision and Scarlet Witch's children are going to appear at some point. Yeah. And they are, they are core members of the Young Avengers. And so. I've even heard, uh, since we're in rumor area, that, um, uh, I want to say his name is, uh, Amadeus Cho, or Chow. Uh, I don't know if you even know who that is. He is the new incarnation of Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing a young new Hulk, that type of thing. Well, so, I, I'm that'll probably go to She-Hulk. Can't have two Hulks. Active, know. active She-Hulk. You never know. <laughs> but yeah, Young Avengers is clearly on the way. Um, and then our very last thing is uh, that Thunderbolts. The I, I don't know too much about. They're just uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Well, there's there's been there's been a lot of different incarnations of Thunderbolts. Yeah. Uh, through the years, but you go ahead and talk they're about like them all they're about. like villains that they hire sometimes and make them do odd jobs almost kind of like a la a cooler version of suicide squad um yeah no maybe not i don't this is a gray area for me as uh, much as you can believe that the but, thunderbolts were first presented as a group of superheroes like the avengers both the readers and the marvel who became heroes to help protect the world when the avengers were declared dead after the events of 1996 onslaught cross oh that's right that's right um uh, the During Civil War, though, uh, Baron Zemo takes them over. So, uh, in subsequent storylines, the group rejects their leader, Baron Zemo, and attempts to become heroes in their own right, eventually under the leadership of Avenger Hawkeye. Yeah. Which, you know how long yeah, I've been saying that Hawkeye's the leader of the next Avengers? He could very well transfer over from the Avengers to the Thunderbolts. Yeah, and we already know that... Uh, oh, we forgot to mention... Uh, 
Uh, Kate Bishop was a Young Avenger, by the way. She's officially the first one coming. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Thunderbolts, kind of a new team-up, I guess, if you will, if they throw that out there. Um, sure. I, I, I'm not going to... This ever. this would be the one... This is... You know how you're excited for Eternals? This is this is the Eternals I'm getting excited for. I, I love this because it's so different, and um, you can bring back... We've seen Thunderbolt Ross, obviously, and Thunderbolt Ross in the comics... He's clearly coming back. Thunderbolt Ross in the comics is Red Hulk. More than likely, William Hurt wouldn't be Red Hulk, because he's old. And so you might get someone else to fill that storyline, maybe. You can bring back Abomination, which would be badass. You've been wanting that Dude, for a while. Bring back Abomination would be so dope. Um, Baron Zoom was a possibility, because he's there. Uh, he's not going to die in, in, the, in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the show. He's not going to die. He's going to be around. Um, they mentioned Hawkeye, how he eventually leads him. Hawkeye needs a new home. It, I know he's going to retire, but whoever really retires from the superhero business, no. right? So, um, not even the it, it, it could be really cool. They could they can put a nice little spin on it, too. Um, they could do a Suicide Squad type of thing uh, where, they, where they essentially have to hire him and maybe the Avengers are, like, lost or, or something happens. But uh, I think this could be really cool to kind of counter what the Avengers are and make it like a, a dark... Like, maybe put... This is where you put Deadpool, maybe. Like, maybe this is where you put Deadpool. Then they're just going to say it's Task Force X. Not necessarily. No, Task Force X is uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. So maybe, this sure? is, maybe this is where you put Deadpool. This will, this could be cool. <sighs> Who knows? Dead, uh, dude, Deadpool on a team with Abomination... And led by Hawkeye with maybe a Red Hulk. Are you kidding me? Dude, that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Be I'm, I'm so random and it probably will never happen, but it just sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm all on board for it. It sounds dope. I'm never going to say Put Wolverine it. on it. <laughs> okay, now you're stretching. Um, oh, you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of, um, uh, X-Force. That's what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. X-Force. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. X-Force. X-Force, yeah. X-Force. Which, if they put X-Force over Thunderbolts, I'd be so in on X-Force. Oh, really? So in on a real X-Force. Because it's Psylocke, Wolverine, Deadpool, Cable, and kind of a a band. Like, there's some other characters that pop in and out. X-Force is dope, dude. It is dope. And their costumes are legit. They're all white. Oh, so sick. Works for me. But, uh... I just realized, I didn't even say what episode this is. Episode 9. Yeah, I know. Hey, but, you do the introductions. Man. I know. You should have called me out on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for us today at uh, Apocflix with Nerd Nation. Uh, episode 9, Volume 9, Issue 9. Um, <laughs> that sounds so dumb, but that's exactly what We don't know what it is. No, they're titled Issue 9, but every episode you say, Issue 9, Episode 9, Volume 9, whatever we want to call it. Yeah, because Jacob always... T- I've got Jacob saying it's volume. I've got you saying issue. Well, the thumbnails say issue, so let's go with that for now. Okay, on. so issue nine. <laughs> it just makes sense. They're comic issues. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. Issue nine. Not Volumes volume. are collections. It'll be a giant collection at that. Maybe maybe I'll do a giant 10-hour episode of 10 episodes, and we'll call it volume one. Sure. Nobody will ever watch it, but it's no. kind of a cool idea. Probably not. That there will be one person that'll watch it. It'll probably, probably be one of us. There's probably only one person watching this now, but whatever. That's okay. But uh, yeah, so we touched on everything from the Batman. We touched uh, on some MCU stuff. We went to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And we did our rapid fire rumors. Sorry. That's Scott a great right. clip out right there. Uh-huh. Here's an explosion that Jake's going to put There's, in. Uh, don't, I'm not going to have one next week, man. Uh, I'm not gonna so, have it. I might just pay someone to do it. No. Yeah. Jake does everything if you don't know around no, here. I, it's, yeah, it's too much sometimes. But uh, yeah, that's it for Apocalypse <laughs> Movies Nerd Nation. I'm Brian. That is Jake. Uh, if you haven't checked us out, go check out all the fun stuff that we've got coming on. Trailer reactions, Apocalypse Now, all that stuff. Uh, subscribe, like. You can see all of the stuff that we're on in the corner up there, right above Brian. Probably yep. on this side. Uh, a little, little lower. Up a little here, lower. Here. A little lower. Right there. Right here. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, oh. Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are up on there for all of our long shows if audio works better for you guys. Um, and, of course, social media if you guys want topics or want to follow. Uh, social media is a fun way to do that because we like doing that. So Yeah. <laughs>
Jake likes doing that. He's the one that's in charge of it. He does a great job. I <laughs> I just retweet everything. So, but yeah, for Apocalypse Movies, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different, check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.